0: Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy-Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering cost per mile. In the trucking industry, we are always looking for opportunities to provide fleets with the right kinds of parts, the the kinds of parts that are not just replacement, but that actually solve a problem that maybe upgrade the truck and trailer while at the same time lowering total cost of operation. I'm very excited to have my guest today, Steve Hansen, the Director of Marketing at High Bar Brands. Now, you might recognize Steve's name because when he was on the show way back in episode 44... He was representing Minimizer, High Bar Brands, uh, owns Minimizer. They also own Premier and other uh, business interests. And so it is great to have Steve back on the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Steve, welcome back.
1: Jamie, yes. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me back. So
0: Steve, you have an opportunity in your position working at High Bar Brands. Uh, with, with your different business interests, you are in close contact with fleets all the time. You're talking to them. You're, you're seeing what's going on in the industry. You under you know, you're always trying to understand, like, how can you position your products to help them? When we talk about where we're at right now, you know, I've had a lot of guests on the show. They're talking about things like supply chain issues and things like that. But what other trends are you seeing and, and how are fleets re- responding?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, historically, we've always seen fuel as a trend and, and one of the biggest costs for fleets. That transitioned a few years ago to where drivers were the, were the highest cost of a fleet. But now, like you mentioned, with trends, we're seeing a lot of supply chain and, and, how, and what that impact is for fleets, uh, for equipment, for parts, and then how that in turn is affecting, again, driver retention, driver recruiting. Fleets definitely have probably the biggest challenge they've ever seen right now in terms of securing equipment and then securing people to help with that equipment. Right. And
0: it's such a big integrated system, isn't it? Right. If you if you don't have people, you, you can't get the trucks and trailers moving. If the trucks and trailers are moving, you need parts to keep them on the road and, and keep them maintained. And if you if you don't have equipment, new equipment coming in, you really struggle. So, you know, when, when I've been talking to people in the industry, you know, I see that um, there is a greater emphasis now on making sure that, hey, look, parts are hard to come by. So we're going to buy the right part the first time you know, I think in the past we were very, very spoiled in some ways. There was an abundance of parts and, um, you know, there was a lot of work as salespeople when I was selling parts was just about trying to convince fleets that they need to focus on things like total cost of operation instead of purchase price. I've noticed a shift in that. Have you noticed a shift in their attitude because of the supply chain
1: shortages? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like you say, it used to be a thing where you're trying to sell somebody on taking a part, you know, essentially, but today if a fleet needs a part they might buy two or three of them just in case they need one down the road and and they just don't know what the availability will be like so you know they call it a bullwhip economy where a a fleet is asking maybe they're taking three parts when they only need one so the distributor takes six parts even though they only need three and it and it goes all the way back to the manufacturer like us to try to predict this uh this volatile demand
0: okay so what I think we want to talk about today is one of the products that you've brought to market. It's a really innovative product. I actually used to sell it when I was a sales account manager, and I think it's a great product. When we get back from our break, we're going to talk specifically about this one product and how it helps fleets save money. We'll be right back. Don't have a heavy duty part number and need to look up a part, go to parts.diesellaptops.com or download the app on Apple or Android to create your free account. Looking for high-quality fuel injection for heavy-duty applications? Having one supplier for fuel injection allows you to better serve customers by providing them with a complete line which increases your sales and profitability. Learn more at ambacinternational.com aftermarket. Parts availability and quality have a big influence on fleets and owner-operators' total cost of operation. If they can't find a part, it means more downtime. If they install a low-quality part and it fails, it means even more costs like tow bills, hotels, meals for the driver, and lost revenue. That's why we recommend Sampa. They manufacture a wide range of advanced parts for commercial vehicles. Their website has an intelligent product search engine and broad coverage of suspension, steering, and fifth-wheel components. Expect more. Expect Sampa. Visit Sampa.com today. We're back from our break, and before the break, we were talking about some of the macro trends in the industry. And Steve, you were talking about how there's this like positive feedback loop that sometimes is generating anything but positive results between equipment and drivers and, and costs and parts. Your company is always focused on trying to create high-quality products that lower total cost of operation. Let's talk for a minute about Fast Flaps. First of all, what is the product and what
1: problem is it solving? Right. So fast flaps is basically, it's a clamp that holds the mud flap in place. And so traditionally we see when you put mud flaps on a truck or a trailer, you're bolting it into a bracket. This is a clamp instead of bolting it, which allows, you know, if the driver accidentally backs over a dirt pile or backs into something, it pulls the mud flap out of the clamp instead of doing any damage to the equipment or to the mud flap. Right. So
0: when you think about this situation of of trucks and trailers, right, they're they're backing up, they they run over something, the mud flap gets sucked under the wheel, and then all this damage gets done. I mean, that drives cost up right away.
1: Yeah, you know, it's cost, it's downtime, it's repairs. it's Everything just adds up so much. And when we came out with the product originally, you know, we really focused on the vocational market, knowing that dump trucks are backing into dirt piles and, and refuse trucks are backing into things more often. And what we've seen, especially in a more recent trend, is probably seven to one sales, um, just over the road fleets. So the 53 foot van trailer, you know, they've all got mud flaps on the back. 99% of those mud flaps are secured onto just a straight steel angle iron, and they're bolted right onto that. And so, you know, these over the road fleets are backing into things too. They're backing into snow piles, dirt piles, loading docks. There's all kinds of hazards on the road. And the trailers now are a bit different than they used to be because they're galvanizing the frames of the trailers to help prevent corrosion. Well when they back over the mud flap it pop it pulls the bracket down and pops that galvanization up. So you're talking about pretty significant damage to that trailer for a seemingly really small mistake
0: yeah it's it's interesting. I was reading this trucker report. Let me just share with you what this uh, driver had to say. He goes my boss is yelling at me because I keep losing mud flaps on the tractor. The brackets are the plain old bent square steel type. These brackets keep snapping. I've yanked a a flap off on a curb, and I know that backing into things is bad. However, that he feels that the mud flaps are snapping off the bracket, and he sees this happening in his mirrors every few weeks. He says that, you know, when he's bobtailing on the freeway and bouncing all over the place over time, that bracketry just becomes weakened, and then it snaps off and, and falls off the truck. So I mean this is a uh, is this a driver issue? is this a product issue what what's going on here?
1: It's both i mean you can that road vibration is a is a real deal right I mean you know everything hanging on the side of the truck is constantly going through that vibration and and steel will crack over time also drivers are you know not purposely but they back into things and it pulls on the mud flap, which will cause extensive damage also It's just such an easy solution i mean when we post this on on social media. This is always our highest generator for clicks, likes, shares, comments, especially And a lot of the comments say this. I don't know why no one thought of this sooner. This is just the easiest thing.
0: And and there's a real safety thing here. There was a Chicago Tribune report where a uh, weld broke on this assembly and uh, the whole thing came off the bracket, the mud flap, the light, and it actually hit a reverend and his wife with their six children. And it was a Accident that ended in a fiery explosion that trapped and killed the children. I mean, absolute tragedy. Now that obviously that's not something that happens a lot. It's a pretty rare occurrence, but you'd hate to be the one driving and, and, and be the cause of that. So the, the fast flap
1: could be us, could, could have saved lives. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you say, that's probably an extreme example, but. It, the reality is it does cause a lot of damage every day. you're seeing that stuff hanging on the side of the road. well, it probably didn't just bounce to the side of the road there's cars on the road somebody could have hit it. there's all kinds of damage that can happen. Like I say, it's just such an easy solution that's that's why they're talking mega fleets and in the fleets they do all of their own research right They'll bring in a, a few hundred units they'll test it they look at things and then they decide to spec. well we're getting some of the some of the nation's largest fleets are specking this on new trailers. Some of the fleets are actually retrofitting other trailers, I mean, to the tune of tens of thousands of trailers on, on the retrofrit. So it's, it's, it's a popular spec item and it's been studied by several fleets and that's, that's the proof.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hey, let's talk about that retrofit process. So, I mean, obviously there's going to be that one-time cost of removing the old bracketry, installing this new one, um, but how quickly could someone recoup their investment with that?
1: So with, with the way this installs, it actually installs into the exact same holes that the mud flap installed into. So they would keep their current brackets free. They just, they take off the mud flap, they put this, this piece on, this clamp on, and then they put the mud flap back in. And so that was a common question. We actually created an installation video on it. Uh, from start to finish, this was a first try, like opening the package and going through all of that. It was about eight minutes to install a whole set. Right. So right. the back of a 53 foot trailer, removing the mud flaps, putting these on and putting the mud flaps back in took about eight minutes for the whole trailer. Right. So
0: very simple. And once it's done, um, yeah, it might pull the mud flap off and you have to replace a missing mud flap. But you, you solve all of those other other issues. You guys have had a lot going on uh, in your company and you've got such a wide range of products. So let's talk, first of all, about high bar brands. Your website for that is highbarbrands.com. So links will be in the show notes for that. But just what are the companies underneath High Bar Brands?
1: So we, we've got uh, Minimizer, which we just talked about fast flaps with that. But Minimizer also is known for uh, poly fenders and, and toolboxes and floor mats and other products. We also have Premier Manufacturing. Premier is known for coupling equipment and jacks. They're based out of Tualatin, Oregon. And then recently, uh, we just acquired Viking Sales. Viking Sales is a mud flap manufacturer. So, yes, Minimizer does mud flaps also with customized logos. Viking has a whole manufacturing area where they're taken from, from raw material to producing the mud flaps, and then also adding the logos to those.
0: So that gave you a lot more control over the whole process.
1: A lot more control, a lot of cost benefits, so that we can, you know, help get in and, and help uh, customers with larger orders too.
0: Right. And if the average listener who's maybe an owner operator or runs a small repair shop or something like that, and they want to buy your products, is there like a dealer locator or something that they can search for?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can, you can do it on the website. There's a dealer locator there. We do offer, all of our products have a buy now button on them. So if you navigate to a product and click the buy now option, you'll see e-commerce purchasing options along with a local distributor map there also
0: awesome so just hit that easy button right make it super easy for people (laughs) that's awesome well you've been listening to the heavy duty parts report i'm your host jamie irvin we've been speaking with steve hansen the director of marketing at high bar brands we've been talking about fast flaps we're going to include some links in the show notes for you to watch the video and to be able to buy the product directly steve thanks for coming back on the show glad to have you here
1: you got it thanks jamie